This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cause we're back, y'all, and we're black, y'all, and we're blackity black, and we're black, y'all, and we're black, y'all. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of this show. I am Moroccan Ant Monroe. (laughs) And I am Olivia Kendall. This is The Read. Thanks for coming back. It is, indeed. And thank you for coming back. Happy to be here, uh, capping off this Black History Month, Mm -hmm. just about wrapping it up. It's been a lot going on. A whole lot. I find that Black History Month likes to get spicy as we it really roll into it. It does. There's been yeah. a there's been <laughs> quite a bit happening. Um, and uh, I, honestly, I feel like white people also like to turn it up during Black History Month. Oh yeah, just, just to let us oh, know yeah. shit ain't sweet. Oh yeah. <laughs> so twenty eight days. Niggas. Yep, yep. <laughs> and they gonna make it hell. All twenty eight of them. But here we are right. anyway. Well, this Black Excellence, um, I want to give a special shout out to something and someone and some place that I just discovered. Thanks to one of you guys uh, tagging them in my mentions. It is an Instagram page called Black Miami Dade, and it is a project that's run oh, by wow. yes, <laughs> Nadej Green. And basically, it is kind of like a history book of sorts with all of these really, really cool photos um, and attached to each of them is a little piece of history and information about Black people and Black culture, specifically in Miami, Dade, and how our people have uh, basically elevated and enhanced mm-hmm. the city and As we uh, contributed to it being all the sickening things that it is today. So I learned so, so, so many things about Black people and Black Miami. And I'm talking about everything from like, you know, recent things or maybe stuff in the 80s to like grocery stores in the the Black neighborhood in 1930s homestead and like Black student organizations having sit-ins at University of Miami in the 60s. Oh, amen, amen. And, like, big old celebrities uh, performing at all of the hot clubs in, like, 60s and 70s. Like, all of this stuff that I didn't really know anything about. And I'm seeing a lot of other people from Miami and South Florida that are also learning. And even people who are like, that's my cousin! That's my auntie! You know it! You know it! Because (laughs) us. 
And so I really, really, really love this page. It means a lot to me personally, and I think it's excellent in black. And so to Ms. or Mrs. Green, thank you. And this is awesome. And you can go and check them out, whether you're from Miami or Dade or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just Black Miami Dade. I yeah. think it's really, really cool. So uh, thanks and congratulations. Go get you some Black Miami history. Best part of of best part of Florida is Black. All the wow. best parts of Florida are Black. Yeah. Okay, so you're claiming it today. That's nice. I'm from Florida, yes. Wow. <laughs> now, listen, y'all take this and make that a fucking trending sound on TikTok because the way y'all... Clearly joking. <laughs> the way y'all have worn out that other one. <laughs> the girls seriously think that I don't understand the geography of that state. And they don't care, honestly. The... <laughs> I have seen people do this. People who live in a city they love, but a state they hate. Exactly. <laughs> That's the joke. New Orleans, y'all are good for this. Houston, yes. y'all are excellent yes. for this. <laughs> yes. Uh, Charlotte. Hell, probably Memphis. Uh, Atlanta, of course. Woo. Yes, absolutely. Atlanta is Atlanta. on fire. Have you heard this song from Amaretta the Great? No, but I've heard about it. It's two minutes long. And when I tell you niggas have been fighting for the yeah. past five days because she's basically like, I'm really from Atlanta. The rest of you hoes are not. And so well, if you grew up in Gwinnett, Clayco, Decatur, <laughs> College now, Park, Forest Park, all of y'all niggas, none of y'all niggas are Atlanta. I'm Atlanta. If so you weird. didn't go to an APS school, then sit down and claim where the fuck you came from. I know from. somebody kicked over, kicked open double doors. I rate. When I tell you the girls are irate, <laughs> they are incensed. Okay. No shade. Because I know that the internet just likes to argue. Oh, yeah. But, like, who fucking cares? <laughs> if you, you like, would think. If you're from there and you say you're from Atlanta or whatever, like, girl, I've never heard, like, especially them places that you just named, mm-hmm. I've only ever heard people from there claim Atlanta. Now, obviously, I myself am not from Atlanta, so right. the exact city limits and the inner yeah. workings of it, yeah, I'm sure I don't know the specifics of it. But, like, if this random tandem, well, I'm sure it's not random, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, you know, I I would have thought that same thing, especially because, you know, growing up in Tulsa, nobody pretends to be from Tulsa. So, right. So, but then somebody started arguing me about Broken Arrow, which is a suburb of Tulsa. and was like, what about Broken Arrow? And I'm like, girl, that is their own city. They got their own school, their own police. And she was like, but if I tell people, I'm, you know, I'm going to visit my friends, so I'm going to Tulsa. And I really got almost a little bit offended. I wanted to be like, bitch, (laughs) what I said is broken arrow. Is So I agree with you. But then when it happened to me, I really did get kind of defensive. So I can see that. I I do. I do see where niggas are coming from. But and also there's a difference between like a metro area and the city itself. Absolutely. Broken arrow is Tulsa metro, but it is not Tulsa. It's like when the girls are from Hollywood, Florida, or like Pembroke Pines. And they're like, oh, I'm from Miami, but you aren't. No, you're not. And that's, and don't and that's do that. just the truest part of life. <laughs> right. Is that you're lying. So stop it. And yes. I'll take you one even further, girlies. South Beach, not Miami. Oop, 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 oop. There you go. <laughs> it's not. Now you're shaking Miami the Beach, table. Now, you, now you're shaking the table. <laughs> so when yeah. you go down there, you tell the girls that you went to Miami Beach or you went to South Beach. 
You weren't in Miami. I, I just know it's a matter of time. It. it is a matter of time before somebody in Chicago, Detroit, LA. It's gonna get ugly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> niggas are gonna make remixes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Someone said, "Oh, Amaretto." Since we're on the subject, since we're talking I'm glad about you it. said something <laughs> because these bitches have been lying. Oh, I actually live for this. <laughs> like, I, I actually kind of love this. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it's so ugly, and niggas love telling other niggas that they're not from oh, a major yeah. city. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, does it really matter? Places, no. It's not even a crystal stare, especially if you're black. So, I'm like, right. can we That's just another have thing. a time? That's another thing. Like, none of us should be hype about this, and yet we are. <laughs> we yeah. feel the way we feel about yeah. where we grew up, and, you know, just don't lie. Don't lie to me, bitch. Yeah. A bitch who is really from Tulsa, don't lie to me. Because I'm going to know automatically. It ain't going to take but one or two follow-up questions for me to know whether you're lying. But again, this is not a problem we typically have in Oklahoma. God bless us. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, well, we just don't. Lots of great um, people to claim there, though. Classics. Yeah, there are so many. Alrighty. <laughs> well... <laughs> hey y'all this podcast is brought to you by squarespace finding a work-life balance can be tough okay if anybody knows i know but squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate if you don't know squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online you can use squarespace to create a website engage with your audience and sell anything from products to your time all in one place with the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Let's move on over into our hot top section where we're going to get into some pop culture nonsense, starting with Summer Walker is on tour. 
And, uh, but so why? Yeah. I don't know. We all, we all know you don't like doing it. <laughs> so, um, doesn't the same things have changed? Not, uh, oh, they haven't. They have not thought she was about to be like, and she went to therapy and she feels a lot better now about her social anxiety and she feels really I mean, I'm good. hoping that she's going into therapy at the very least as I've said I hope all of the girls are like yeah. everyone yep. and I Without I exception. stand by the statement that therapy should be free for black people in fact mm-hmm. I think that black people should not only get free therapy I think we should get other rewards on top of that I think that on yeah. the way out you should have some sort of card that you can swipe <laughs> that goes towards <laughs> rewards <laughs> you know you build up enough uh, therapy <laughs> sessions and you get like free, um, a free personal pan pizza. Yeah, <laughs> like the Book It program before adults. Absolutely. <laughs> Instead of reading books, you came to therapy, or even just a stipend. Like we're gonna give you twenty dollars yeah. for coming to therapy today. Yes. Because yes. We want to encourage more people to do this. You know. I mean, give us something. Something, because we deserve. We do. We deserve it free, and we deserve perks. Stop taking our things and then reshaping them and then stubbing them back in our face and act like you gave us something. Oh, but we that's, gave that to you. That's TikTok. That's all of TikTok. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> you're gonna destroy businesses, entire livelihoods with that one. Well, Summer was performing uh, some of her songs and she chose not to perform others that she uh, said were difficult for her because it's still a fresh wound. Uh, and, you know, so there were some songs from her latest album still over it that were not performed much to a few fans' disappointment because she's still in the midst of drama with her baby father, London on the track, and, you know, whatever he's got going on in his life, and I guess his mama chiming in. Remember when him and his mama, like, tagged on her when she was trying to figure out where the baby was asleep or something? Yep. Just all kinds of drama. So this mama Summer said that she couldn't do it. She looked great up on the stage, sitting down, and was very much in her summer (laughs) mode, where she's like, yeah, I know y'all wanted me to do this song and that, or whatever, but, like, it's just not... (laughs) It's just, like, very much around Mm -hmm. the way Atlanta, bitch. And it was just like, okay, girl, like, you're not... It's not giving. So... (laughs) Okay. For me, like, I think at this point we have to acknowledge that Summer is on that Lauryn Hill uh, level when it comes to live show. And we have to buy tickets with expectation that anything could happen or more so anything could not happen (laughs) so (laughs) to be more precise yeah yes uh so you know i think that i maybe buying a summer ticket would have anticipated something like this um a lot of fans were obviously very upset and going off and things like that plenty understood and were respectful about it but some of the girls were like nah fuck all of that you need to get up on that stage i pay my money what we wanted we pay for that pain we pay for that (laughs) we want to cry too bitch get your ass up there and cry through all that shit and i'm just like no i mean I don't go to shows with the expectation that the artist will perform every song I love. Thank anyway. you. That's kind of crazy. You. Like, why would you even? It's her show. So I'm going to assume she curated her own set list and knows what she's doing. And yes. so I'm going to be disappointed if you don't do Fourth Baby Mama because I love Fourth Baby Mama. But come on now. That is the risk you take. Now, That's it would be different healing. if she was like, I'm not going to sing at all because I paid to watch you <laughs> sing. 
But I didn't pay I'm just, to, I just came to here dictate, to actually talk to you right? and ask if anybody else has right. watched Archive 81 and the Tinder Swindler. It's not the read live. Yeah. So I, I paid to watch you sing. And so I'm, I'm going to expect you to do that. But as far as like this bitch didn't do this one song that I love the most, it's kind of like, I mean, it's a few, that's yeah. the, I mean, okay, but that's the, yeah, no, the, you're right. <laughs> that is the chance you take when you go to yeah. a live show. I don't, I don't have that expectation in the first place. So yeah, I wouldn't I mean, be mad at that. I'm, I totally agree with you. Cause I'm just like, I've gone to plenty of, of plenty. concerts before where the artists didn't perform. And I'm talking about a song from like their latest album. You never yeah. really know what the set list is going to be. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I definitely don't expect the artist to perform my fave all the time, especially if it's not like a single. Yeah. But especially that said, we know that this summer album is rife with personal. Dr- it's not like <laughs> all your other faves who write these songs. Sometimes they're personal, but we may not know who it's directed at and mm-hmm. they can cry up on stage and you're not hundred percent. We know which nigga he's talking about, what right. his mama name is. Yep. <laughs> we know who all the other baby shit. mamas she's singing about. We know all of that. And she knows that we know that. And she's sitting up there on that <laughs> stage by herself, looking at hundreds, if not thousands of people who are looking back at her like, so when's the crying start? Yep. Sis? And we know <laughs> she's not built. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's sensitive. So it doesn't really gag me. Do I think maybe she could have canceled? I don't know. Canceling shows, especially during a certain time frame, is more easier said than done sometimes. I I don't know what her schedule or whatever is looking like, but... I definitely understand being disappointed as a fan, especially because I really enjoy that album as well. But Mm -hmm. as, like, a human and an empath, I'm like, I got it, girl. I do, too. Like, it really just brings me back to the question of why are you touring? Yeah. Because I I don't get the feeling you love it. But <laughs> <laughs> I understand that touring is big, big money. I think um, she, yes. That streams simply is not. Streams and sales cannot, they're not even a Absolutely. drop in the bucket compared not to what you get in one night squint. of touring. So, yes. so maybe that's it. But um, I think... Yeah, I don't have an issue with her being like, it's some songs I'm not going to do. Like, oh, well, that should be. I think she, I think that she does really enjoy singing live. Mm. And um, yeah, absolutely money. (laughs) But um, (laughs) like obligation and expectation and pressure and all that stuff is not her tea. And like I said, she's, she's in that like neo soul artsy maybe they'll show up, maybe they won't moment yeah, for me. Definitely. And you just got to take that for what it is. And like, I saw somebody being like, one of the comments on the neighborhood talk where they posted about this was like, oh, Beyonce performs heaven and resentment at all of her shows with no excuses. And I'm like, okay, first of all, Summer Walker's not Beyonce. Y'all have to stop comparing all Don't the girls do that. Like, You have to stop that. Don't do okay? that. Because everybody in it. Don't do that's that. One. Two, heaven and resentment are old ass songs. This is a, a <laughs> brand new album, mm-hmm. brand new song that she just did about a nigga that she is still right. in drama with. Jay-Z and Beyonce married. Right. And what we didn't we, we didn't get lemonade two weeks after the elevator fight. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. <laughs> the, like, that was, that was a poor comparison. But also, like, Sucks. I fully expected Beyonce to do 713 when I saw her and her husband in Houston. And she didn't. And I was deeply disappointed, but I got over it because I yeah. paid to see these two artists put on a fucking show. And that is what they did. So, yeah. 
Again, stop comparing these girls to Beyonce who has been performing live for their entire lives. Like Beyonce (laughs) has been a professional for Summer Walker's whole natural black life. So just just stop. Stop doing that. The professional compared to the rest of these girls, like let them breathe, please. If she refused to go on stage, fine. But the rest of this, y'all are trying it. And the anxiety of performing live, if you've never experienced it, then maybe just stay in your lane because it's a lot. That's my other thing too, sweet, dear miss tonight. Because it's like, (laughs) bitch, we're talking about fresh, wide open wounds that everybody knows the business about that you're still dealing with on a personal basis. Mm -hmm. And you are singing and like, think about, what, okay, for some of y'all, maybe the last time he was on stage was like, what, Spelling Bee, Martin Luther yep. King Play, <laughs> not Martin, Martin Luther King Play, something like that. You know what I mean? And think great about school. like, great school. Think about maybe if you've ever felt that level of like pressure on stage or stage fright or anything mm-hmm. like that. Not that everybody gets it, but obviously Summer Walker does get anxiety when it comes to right. this type of stuff. She's talked about it openly. So we're doing that mixed with like me singing all of these things and being incredibly vulnerable. Like yeah. I get why some people are like, well, this is what you sign up for. But this is not a black mirror Android robot person. <laughs> yes. like, this is a human being. <laughs> right. Again, she owes you a show. She does not owe you the exact right. songs you want to see. It's or, not like she's saying something. Else. Right. I didn't hear she saying nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> she didn't sing some of the songs. Yeah. So. Oh, well. Know. Yeah, that shows. I mean, the girl is an artist. She's allowed to, to do her art in her way. So. Period. And then not y'all got me stick enough for her when she says such stupid things all the time. I mean, she really does. But right is right is wrong is wrong. <laughs> yeah. And if we feel right, we say right. Ex- you right. You right. So. Yeah. That's it. Um. So, boy, oh, boy. Kiki Wyatt is pregnant again. Wow. Truly amazing. 11th baby. Wow. Kiki Wyatt announced via Instagram with the whole cheaper by the dozen cast. <laughs> Please. My husband, Zachariah David Daring, and I proud to now and, and I are proud to announce that our family will be adding a plus one to the Wyatt bunch. Our other daughter, uh, Kayla, Kayla, wasn't available for the picture, but you're with us in spirit, sugar. Hashtag baby 11, trusting God, baby daring, the Wyatt Brunch family, Kiki's kids, all hashtags. Oh, she got her hair and makeup done, obviously, for this wardrobe. Everybody got matching pictures. I love in this first picture, if you go over to their page, this was posted, her page, it was posted uh, a couple days ago, three days ago. Well, four days now. But... Um, his first picture, one of the brothers in the front with his like fist, his like face on his uh fist. He just look over it like another one crying. Damn baby. (laughs) But honestly, it looks like most of them are like, yeah, this is what we do. Yeah, tribe. Yeah. Um. First of all, the way that almost all these kids look just like her. (laughs) Yeah. What an iconic womb. Yeah. Um, and I love this, you know, baby loading dress that she has on. Like, I'm not, I'm not mad at none of this. I, I actually do too. I personally am obviously never <laughs> going to grow eleven different niggas inside of me. But no, no. You know, <laughs> if she's happy, and you know, you see how you see how all of her kids are with her. 
Mm-hmm. You see how she's just not out here having kids in like nine different households. Like she has and raises these children. Just saying. There's a big difference between her and some other niggas I could name. So now. How? Yeah, I don't know. Is another. I don't know. I feel like she must she must make enough off of like doing random shows and performing at every pride. Oh, Kiki does it. Right? <laughs> she <laughs> Kiki she gets definitely hooked. gets. In fact, I'm scrolling now and I see that she had a Valentine's Absolutely. show. <laughs> oh, yo, you think she didn't? <laughs> there isn't a Valentine's Day where Kiki is not right. working. The thing about it is that she sings. She the fuck down and you'll never sings. forget it. You'll never forget it. And I almost I said to myself earlier today, I wonder if this lady gets pregnant just to prove to you motherfuckers that at a fresh <laughs> nine months, she can still blow. <laughs> she might. Like, like, I don't think because... Anyway, She really like, might. But yeah, good for her, I guess. If she like it, I love it. I'm saying like, as long as the kids are healthy and happy and literally being taken care of. Yeah. Like, it's not too different than a lot of our grandparents, great-grandparents who are out here having th- 13, 14, 15 kids. True. So... It's just, you I don't know. know how the fuck they did it. Either. I especially don't know how the fuck they did it. But Right. It's not something that uh, we see a lot in modern times, obviously. Sure but my issue with y'all having a bunch of kids is y'all not properly parenting those kids. That's my issue always has been. So, And honestly, I don't know enough about Kiki. Kiki I was supposed to say Kiki Palmer. <laughs> Kiki White's <laughs> parenting. But, I mean. Yeah. They do look at, you know, <laughs> This one, I see the one you're talking yeah. about now. <laughs> and then look, look at the baby girl on the second slide. <laughs> on her slide. Like, them two right there are like, I don't know. <laughs> Those two are like, I'm not sure. Um, uh, if you say so, Miss Girl, but woo, I don't even know how you have a cream colored couch and all them kids. That's so love. <laughs> we should be asking Kiki Wyatt some questions. How she are you must doing be sta- this? Sponsored by Tide Pen. <laughs> Because this is way too many children under the age of 10 for your home to be this clean. Like, so many. But yeah, good. they look happy. And so, they do look happy. Yeah, good for them. If that's the truth, great for them, yes. Yeah. Um, let's move on over to another mom, Nicki Minaj, who gave a couple of people the chop this week. Let's start with her chopping Beyonce, uh, Benzino, and his daughter, I guess Benzina was on Clubhouse and uh, in defense of his daughter, rapper Koi Luray. And I'm realizing that I don't think I've ever heard anybody say her name out loud before. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that's how you say Could it. Could be wrong. Um, but <clears throat> familiar with her. In defense of her, I think he was just talking about how great she is and that her album is going to be really good. And then he mentioned that she's got a song coming out with Nicki Minaj that's going to be crazy. And the Clubhouse went up and talked of an exclusive and all this. Oh, other. I didn't even know Clubhouse was still running. I thought the Clubhouse was after I was at this point. But the girls, you know, were like, oh, my gosh, Koi Nicki. And then Nicki, I guess, heard about this very quickly. I'm sure the barbs took it to her. And, you know, you know talents, it. <laughs> immediately scooped it up. And she took to Instagram Live, no, Instagram Stories, and posted the caption, I don't have a collab coming with anyone. Onika mode. Love you. Kiss oop. emoji. Oop, oop, oop. Well. <sighs> Later, Koi Ray hopped on Instagram Live in her cornrows and said, 
basically that her father is an OG, but he needs to shut the fuck up, sit down, and clap for her. <laughs> and, like, it's her time now. Let her do her thing. Um, And I feel you, sweetheart. I'm mm-hmm. not entirely... um. I'm not entirely in love with the music that she creates. I've heard differences in her sound. Like, I've heard a song from her before that sounds incredibly different. And it was probably, like, a clip on Twitter. Um, but I think it was just someone who was posting, like, this is what she used to sound like, and now she sounds gotcha. kind of like Bluey or Elmo or Peppa Pig or something. <laughs> and... <sighs> Yeah, either way, I do remember back at one time when she was doing a performance somewhere and people were giving her a hard time for it and, I don't know, calling her whack or something. And she, I think I'm, Barb's, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure Nikki reached out or said something in support of her and basically it was like, eat a dick, leave that girl alone. So it kind of feels like, I doubt that Benzina would just jump directly out the passenger window and be like, my daughter's working with Nicki Minaj if there was no truth to it, you know? Right, right. Um, but at the same time, the music industry is weird. Things are all, you know, nothing's like official until it's official. And Nikki is very clearly moody. And so maybe she didn't just wasn't feeling you talking the shit about it before it came out. Maybe she wasn't done with her verse. Maybe you ruined it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like you ruined it. It kind of feels like you ruined it. Yeah, because um, <clears throat> I get the feeling that this was something that was probably in the works Um, if it didn't actually happen. It may have actually already happened, but you just know you're not supposed to say nothing about it. And you would think a nigga like Benzino, who has allegedly, you know, been someone who matters in the music game for a long time. Like, you would think a nigga like Burn. that would know better. So I'm not shocked that Nikki was like, actually, no, you can just cut it all off. And Benzino fought Jocelyn Hernandez so. on Love and Hip Hop. This so is what I'm saying. I in, yeah. kind of feel like Benzino is better known for being a reality TV personality at this point than um, anything he did musically, especially outside of New York. Sorry. So I just, I mean, I don't, you, I don't know a Koyla Ray sound to say <laughs> whether she has switched it up. Or, it kind of goes like, you put the sticky, ah, I'm in the inning, ah, I'm in the sitting, ah, I'm in the eating, ah, yeah, I'm in the, ah, I'm in the Philly, ah. Kind of like that. <laughs> Okay, so I feel like I'm. I not like her missing. Much. Like I like her energy a lot. I think she's really, really cute and really dope. I just haven't heard a song yet that I really like, but I don't dislike her at all. Yeah. She seems like a sweet kid. I would be pissed if my father fucked up something like this for me too. Who wouldn't sit beyond down? Irate, beyond be humble. irate. Sit down. <laughs> like, and why are you on Clubhouse getting excited? For the hell, why are you really getting riled up off of a bunch of? fucking niggas on clubhouse <laughs> I guess. really the party line <laughs> you let that the drop p- <laughs> you got on the fucking party line telling secrets <laughs> nah i'm sorry i don't blame nikki at all i would have done the same thing <laughs> oh god not the party line. <laughs> i would have done the same thing <laughs> Do the, the kids down. know about the party line? Of course not. They're going to Google it. What the hell is a party line? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> this is the party line. Okay. Lord. So, Nikki also had a chop for a random 
a Twitter user who commented on a photo that a bar posted of her with one of those filters on her face. She uses those filters a lot that make her, they give her the um, Mortal Kombat Sub-Zero eyes. Okay. Those like icy. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I'm always, yep. Yep. We disturbed. Know. Yep. Y'all know it. I mean, you know it. Know. You know it. <laughs> Um, but someone retweeted this from a barb account and said, I pray somebody release her from that filter one day. She's beautiful without it. To this, Nikki responded, stop policing people's own beauty image class standard themselves. Y'all starting to give me men who tell women they don't need makeup, lashes, lipstick, etc. Let me go, child. Annoying as fuck. I'll use and do whatever the fuck I choose on Omika face. Thanks for coming. Um, and then later she tweeted, dear men, women don't dress for you. Check emoji. Do makeup for you. Check. Do their hair for you. Check. Just like most of y'all only fuck for you and not the woman's pleasure. This is all for us. This ain't about you. Now go. Thanks for coming. Okay. I don't disagree. I mean. Mm, I mean, I kind of do. <laughs> okay. I feel like a lot of women say that. Uh and actually do all of that shit explicitly to get male attention. Um, same way y'all be like, I don't get a BBL for niggas. I don't believe that either. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, I, but I'm not mad at the message. I hope more women are doing these things because it's actually something they care about. And if niggas like it, just it just so happens to be a thing. But I've just seen the way too many of y'all act around niggas saying what they do and don't like and then switching it up for me to be like, mm. Mm. you know, I don't really know that that I agree with this, but whatever, Nikki. Well, <laughs> sure. I guess maybe for me, my perspective is just like, I know that there are women, men, who whose expression is very uh, inspired by the thoughts and opinions and statements of whatever random man or rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like most of the women in my life, maybe. Well, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, the women, like, my friends, surrounded by, <laughs> the women I know. <laughs> it's not to say that they don't like when a guy also enjoys whatever, but most of the stuff that you see, like the dresses, the makeup, yeah. the hair, like, if we're talking about clothes, makeup, and hair, most of the girls that I know, they're living for themselves and, they, and like, even living for making other girls live. You know? Yes. Yes. I can see like, that. Like, I see a lot of my homegirls and even girls I don't know, that girls I just follow or I think are fly or whatever, like, being mm-hmm. up each other's girls and very oh, inspired yeah. by what they think other girls are wearing or you know, putting yeah. on their skin or face that they think is fly, you know? So, but is the male gaze not at all a factor in that? Hell, of course it is. Right. Um, That's all I'm saying. And I, I, don't I don't know that, I don't know. Maybe this is more of a younger girl thing because definitely me and my, <laughs> me and my friends who are all now in our mid thirties to mid forties, when I tell you the girl, 
They're absolutely not doing nothing because a nigga said it was gonna be cute. No, yeah, not that's what it all. is. Not yeah, at all. Yeah, that might be what it is. Maybe it is a maybe it's a, a younger thing. But not no, no, because I know the girls in their thirties and forties as well that be having on BCBG Max Zarias Zarias Zarias, and they could be going right <laughs> down to the club as well, acting like they're nineteen. So, I mean, it's really a thing of of state of mind. Just this way, I'm sure there is a fresh twenty year old right there somewhere who's just like honestly. I don't post. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah. This is this is whatever. I'm not mad at the the message. The message. Yeah. Hopping off at somebody who was like, "Ooh, this filter is ugly," and then being like, "Stop policing <laughs> people's beauty standards." It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's it's a, a fucking. <laughs> it's an Aurora Monroe filter. It's a filter of storm. Like, that's it's not, not a beauty standard. You right, don't that's look not human. Really, that's not really curling all the way over for me. Right. It's not like Snapchat where all the girls have Disney eyes and perfect <laughs> skin and all this, where Snapchat was like really fucking up people's perceptions of themselves to the point where niggas didn't want to take regular selfies because they were like, why am I ugly? Like, that is an <laughs> issue. But something like that, that's just so cartoonish. I just feel like. Nikki was in a bad mood and saw that and was like, I'm going home. <laughs> One of my friends, we were working yesterday and we had to like, a, she got like hair and makeup. And then like afterwards, she like took a selfie and, I, and <laughs> the caption was like, why did I put this filter on? I already had my makeup Exactly. Done. Makeup is the she filter. Was like, and it was like, she's like hashtag, um, my brainwash. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. But she like acknowledged that like, like she's just naturally mm-hmm. accustomed to just putting this whatever filter oh, on, yeah. even though she had already had concealer and stuff on. And I'm like, that's so funny. Like, yeah, a lot of us just don't even think twice to we picture ourselves oh, yeah. as that filter. <laughs> like when we look mm-hmm. at ourselves on our phone, it's like you're not looking at you unless it's got that contoured nose mm-hmm. and those extra big bright eyes or whatever right. shit. It's like yeah, it's funny. I definitely use that subtle filter on Instagram, the one that's called subtle, just because it gives you a little something, you know, mm-hmm. just evens out the skin a little bit. And it's enough for me to where I'm like, OK, this is me. But if, you know, somebody had did something with me today, as opposed yeah. to me just rolling out of bed. So, yeah, makeup. I mean, and really the way the girls are doing makeup now, makeup it can be better than a filter. Um, with all this high power contour and everything. In terms so, of lies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In ter- and the way it will lie to you. Like, yes. I spent so much time before the pandemic in hair and makeup, getting new wigs every month, like, you know, constantly taking pictures and everything. And then them first- leaving the city and state to oh, get yeah. wigs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Flew to Atlanta. <laughs> Multiple times. Every six weeks to go see Alonzo and that get me a sickening. new cup. And, I, and I'm and i so glad I did it because the girls are all in their satin bags right now waiting on outside sickening. to open back up. But like you get I lived for that it. era of you. I, I just want I, I like, would love to bring it back. <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> we're not able. Oh, right. that was, shit was lit. It was it's a, it was really everything, but you get so used to seeing yourself like that that when you like, oh, here mm. I am in my cornrows and my regular ass yeah. face and no lashes and no nails and oh Jesus, goddamn, over here looking like Seely. Like it's it's you know, it's a it's an adjustment. So well, Seely may have been black and poor and ugly, but damn God it, damn it, that exactly. And I'm still fucking here. <laughs> um, well, Nick Cannon also gave a chop to monogamy on the recent podcast. 
called The Language of Love with Dr. Laura Berman. Um, he discussed getting all of these models pregnant and what he thinks about monogamy. Basically, when he was asked if uh, most of <laughs> the pregnancies were unplanned. First, he started by saying, I'm never going to say that. I take full responsibility. And then it was like, all of the women that I have sex with, all the women that I've had unprotected sex with, uh, there's potential to have a child with. So he tried to then big them Obviously. up and be like, I wouldn't have unprotected sex with anyone that I don't believe would be an amazing mother. Then he talked about how being a huge germaphobe. It just like went on and on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it felt like when, <laughs> it felt like when that one student gets called into the principal's office, and it like starts with like half truth and then yep. it just becomes excuses mm-hmm. and it's like yep. all right just go just go back to class <laughs> like i don't even <laughs> care anymore a germaphobe with that many baby mamas that's interesting okay he tried to say like you know where is the quote exactly <clears throat> oh girl i can't wait to get to that portion of it but he said that he is a uh, the biggest germ freak in the world. Every woman that I have a child with, there's definitely a conversation about, wow, how amazing would this be? I feel like every woman I have a child with are amazing mothers. And there was a thought process going into like, man, should we, she would be an amazing mother. She's, she's desired children. I can't wait to see what type of mother she would be. So in saying that, I would say that they are all planned. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) you see how I see how he like circled the block. (laughs) He's good. Kind so, of. No, no they're but like, not. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was more like, we was fucking raw and we both know what that can do. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, was it planned? Yes. Because I did not wear a condom. And we all know that, <laughs> you know, these two people come together, a baby he does can be say made. That. Yeah. He I feel like that that's, somewhere. and then there's just all this extra floweriness. You know, he's throwing his little Nick Cannon razzle dazzle on top. Um, maybe to dress mm. it up a little bit. And I mean, yeah, I'm sure you have a conversation. Like, I'm finna nut in you. I hope you're ready. <laughs> Gross. I mean, <laughs> just saying. But other than that, okay. The, again, this is, I, I can't understand Nick Cannon's <laughs> actions here, but it's not my life. As far as monogamy, I guess he was asked, um, oh, well, he said he, only consider someone not single if they are married. That old <laughs> thing. Oh, yeah. The quote says, you can still make covenants without getting the government involved. Now, if somebody, if a nigga says he is interested <laughs> in making a covenant, <laughs> you just try again. Okay. Maybe it's, it, maybe it's just me, but is is a covenant not like a religious agreement? Because I've only ever heard it in the context of church. So, and so maybe not. I'm Googling it now. And even though I've only ever heard it in church, apparently it can also just be a regular agreement. But to me, it sounds like you're saying we're we're having this spiritual linkage, you know, and like what's what's between us um, and understood by us don't need to be explained to Uncle Sam and ain't no need to get the feds and the state involved in this girl. God God know about our love, baby girl. (laughs) (laughs) No. Immediately no. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, he says, we choose to be monogamous because we value this so much. We don't want anyone to be part of this energy we have. And I don't feel like that's healthy. I don't think monogamy is healthy. I feel like that gets into the space of selfishness and ownership. All right. 
Okay, not if not if it's what both people want. It isn't, but okay, if you don't want that, then that's fine. You just you can just not do that. But that's not a universal experience for everybody, obviously. I know that a lot of these big celebrity podcasts st- stockpile episodes. So mm-hmm. was this recorded before you sent that Valentine's Day massacre to, <laughs> to uh, Mariah Carey's <laughs> people? Or That's an excellent question. Because what happened to, babe, I want you back. What happened to all that with Mariah and you lonely and all this other shit? How you lonely when you got all these covenants out here? Mimi, let's make a covenant. But... <laughs> I want to have a covenant. I don't no. understand. <laughs> I won't be doing that covenant bullshit. You'll be signing paperwork over here. Bitch, you sent me when you was like, Mariah, who sued a nigga for wasting her time and why? I was like, oh my God, that's right. Like, Mariah Carey is going to do shit on paper, please. Like, the rest of these girls might fall for your covenants, but I don't see I don't see that working for Mimi. Yeah, leave her out yeah, of it, please. She's, she's not interested. So... What happened at Hollywood Unlocked? Because the... (laughs) What do you mean? Jason Lee obviously got the exclusive before the BBC. (laughs) Yikes. So, um, it was reported recently that the Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth, contracted COVID. And then came this report from Hollywood Unlocked, <clears throat> and another famous Instagram blog, if you're unfamiliar, yeah. uh, that says, HU exclusive, Queen Elizabeth dead. <laughs> like it just Queen Elizabeth dead mm. with her little mothbally picture. Yep. And then it says, sources close to the royal palace notified us exclusively that hashtag Queen Elizabeth has passed away. She was scheduled to attend the wedding of British Vogue editor, whatever, but was found dead. The Queen isn't dead. Mm-hmm. I'll start there. Yeah. Um, she's very much alive as uh you know reports swiftly uh came in to let us know after this made its rounds mm-hmm. and i think most of us are just curious as to how and why you yep. know um yep. yep definitely that definitely that of all I'm... the news outlets <laughs> and i'm being very generous with and... the word news <laughs> All of them, Crystal. <laughs> All of them. Some random homosexual in California is going to get the scoop on the queen dying. Now, I dying? know. Dying? The death of this monarch? Are you kidding? You think you, Jason Lee, are going to get the scoop? And they're talking about an inside, a source close to the royal kingdom. First of all, that's not what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Like this, this, this further lets me know you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Are you talking about somebody that work around the the corner from the palace? Because that's not just because you they be. they are close to no, like they were somebody close in London to the family. So you know, in London, technically everybody is close. Er. Than they are than you if you're yeah. in America. So yeah. hell, I'm closer than you. <laughs> <laughs> this just I, I mean, look <laughs> I foolish refuse 
I just refuse to believe this was a flat out lie. I want to believe that somebody gooped this man into truly believing that they had tea. Like, I cannot bring myself to believe that Jason was truly like, I'm just going to make up that the queen died or what. Like, it's no, like, no. He has been in conversation with somebody Mm -hmm. that for whatever reason convinced him that A, Queen Elizabeth truly died and B, that this was strong enough of a resource Come on. that he should have it published. That's Mama, what, I want to tell you. Not, it's not making sense. <laughs> when I read about this, I said, girl, if Harry called me directly <laughs> on my phone and said, Big Mama is dead, they took her arm and her leg. First of all, I'd expect that before I hang up, it would be on on the news. Absolutely. Absolutely. Before I even hang up, they're going to be reporting this. Right. It's the fucking queen of England. Then yeah. furthermore, even if they had it, I'm thinking to myself, I would never post that. Like, I would never... Mm-hmm. Use that as an exclusive, but me, I mean, I'm also different. We're different, you know. We don't really care about like we're exclusive. Not, we we're not talk about shit that has been out for shit. weeks, right? We <laughs> right? don't, we like, don't, we... we're not newsbreakers, and I'm glad about it. We're shit talkers same. because the exactly. shit that y'all do in order to be the ones who break news is sad. Sometimes it is insane, but I'm like, even if I was like an Instagram blogger or something like that, I'll be like, girl, I think I'm gonna let somebody else have this one. Yes, <laughs> like girl, yep. they ran <laughs> Megan's black ass up out the whole goddamn continent. What the fuck you think they'll do to and my did. Negro ass? And did <laughs> the thing about this is like, I I also believe that Jason Lee really got this from somebody. Mm-hmm. However, I also believe Jason Lee did not even do the most basic cursory Google search There's about no what way. happens when the Queen dies, because since 2017. There has been a detailed post on The Guardian, which is a UK yep. uh, media site, not, you know, some nigga in L.A. Just one that would have posted it before you. With an entire, like, there is a whole fucking protocol for what happens when the <laughs> queen passes away. You don't just die and then go to a gossip blog. No, the queen. And, and the royal family, that's not just the family. That's a whole institution of yes. people who work for the palace there is there are very clear steps that will be taken when this lady dies and contacting jason lee is not on (laughs) anybody's list of priorities jason fucking lee (laughs) so even if somebody told you that the queen died why wouldn't you say this is a really huge scoop let me just see you know, maybe there's some sort of protocol. Maybe this is public knowledge. What would happen when the queen passed away? What would make you feel so empowered that you were like, we're going to press publish on that. We're going to go with that. And that's going to be our scoop. Came from here first, not TMZ, not the BBC, who, who is actually the official media outlet that will get the information first. Not yeah, CNN, MSNBC, none of the global news networks. Jason fucking Lee, who runs a WordPress blog. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) It was outrageous. I was scrolling, cracking up because I was just like, I know you fucking lying. It ain't no way in the world that this man really thinks he got the scoop on this. First of all, it's not even that controversial 
to be like Queen Elizabeth died. Niggas is always saying Queen Elizabeth died because the bitch that's is true. 95 years old. Yeah, that's a good point. You could just throw it out there on any given day and you might be right because she's 95 goddamn years old. <laughs> but for the palace to be like, yeah, not sure you know where what? you girls got this shit, but she's still alive. And the that bitch was on the phone today with uh old boy Boris. Like she's not dead. And here go Jason Lee still talking about I stand by my source and I'm waiting Mama for the Mama posted her iOS press release <laughs> with the note apps and everything like battery life still in the screenshot and everything. Okay. She used emojis and all for you to understand. <laughs> Jason said, one, I've never lied. Two, I've never been wrong. Three, but you're wrong about this. You're She's wrong, not dead. You're wrong right now. Right. Talking about I'm waiting on a statement from the palace. Perhaps you should have done that in the very fucking beginning. Perhaps you I should have waited. I trust my sources. I don't know why. I truly don't I know why. I don't know yet why. Yet to see an official statement from the palace saying, Who are ones. you? Who are you? <laughs> Five, I'll be at the Donda concert tonight with Yay. This man is losing it. Yeah. That was so, like, who cares that you're going to a Kanye concert? I don't care. But what does that have to do with the rest of this? Are we supposed, is that supposed to boost your credibility? Because if anything, it just points out to me how you would not be the first bitch to know this. The same person who's bragging about going to a Kanye West show is not going to be the person trusted with breaking the news that Queen Elizabeth died. Please. Talking about everything aligns with me feeling super confident. And that's why I doubled down on it. Maybe he killed her. You can feel as confident as you want to. But it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. It does not. And do, do you want her to get on Instagram and send you a video personally? Hello, Jason Lee. I'm still alive. Like, is that what you want? Because <laughs> it's not going to happen. You just like every other gossip blogger out here trying to get the scoop, be first, get the clicks, get the attention, blah, blah, blah. And it worked. But girl, this was just wrong. The thing about it is like, if she had died, I super wouldn't have cared. <laughs> so it's like, and like, still won't. I don't give a fuck if she lived like, or died. That lady ain't got nothing to I do with me. I couldn't give a scrap of a At pig's ass. Oh. Th- this, to me, is just a blast. <laughs> like, I just think like this is just fun because of how absurd yes. it is. Everything so about it is So even if she did hilarious. turn up dead, it's just like, what? I, of all the... I would, honestly, I would expect the shade room to have this information before Jason Lee. <laughs> well... To me, honestly, I look at them kind of equally. Like, I never think that one of the, like, Shade Room, Baller Alert, Hollywood Unlock is going to have an exclusive before any of the other ones, because who knows? You know what I mean? Like you said, the all the girls are gunning for exclusives, and sometimes mm-hmm. an exclusive isn't even really an exclusive or whatever, but the whole point is to bring people back to... Yeah, your site. You know, your page, yeah. your site. And so on. But this is this one was ridiculous is what it was. So, so crazy. But it it gave me some chuckles. (laughs) It's still funny because he's still like, well, y'all don't know that she ain't dead. And it's like, what? (laughs) I mean, I don't. You're right. I don't. I mean, I haven't haven't looked at her. her. You're right. I have not looked at her. But what you should not have done done was publish this. (laughs) Just foolish it wasn't embarrassing enough for beyonce to run away from you i wouldn't even show my face no more after that shit honestly beyonce ran away from you <laughs> imagine the joy in like beyonce knowing who you are and then the the despair in her being disgusted and being like let me get 
far from this nigga ASAP because you are associated with nothing but mess, drama, bigotry, and negativity. And I don't want nothing to do with it. Oh, I would have never went outside again. That hurt my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, well. Well, if I'm I wrong, then I'll say I'm wrong. You might as well go on and say it now. <laughs> you might as well go on and say it's it. It's like <laughs> maybe someone just rolled some dice and was like, "Oh, the bitch, ninety-five. She got COVID. <laughs> what are the chances? You know, like, I'm either right. going to be wild right and the first, yeah. or going to be wild wrong, and I'll just talk my way out of right. it." Right. <laughs> so, like, he should have said, "We we did like a lot of other media outlets. We have like a." a post ready for when this person dies and you just fill in the pertinent details, which is morbid, but a lot of media outlets do that. Oh my God. A lot of them do that. And I would have just said, yep, we did that. And um, instead of saving it as a draft, we hit publish on it and our bad. And you know, that would be that. But instead you decided to fight back. In (laughs) In fact, I wouldn't even gag if you're you're probably right around the arena. Because you think you're that's what happened? Right that when things like this happen, yes, absolutely. Tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of major outlets get that uh, that shit started. Such and such died. Yeah. And they just leave in the blanks of specifics and they go fill yep. it later so they can get it up fast as possible. Yep. So maybe in the process of that, some wires got crossed. Maybe. And old girl spoke to somebody else at a media outlet <laughs> who was getting some stuff prepared. Maybe. And that's, that's, maybe that's where the miscommunication right. came from. Because you can guarantee that every media outlet on the planet has a post ready for when Queen Elizabeth dies. And not just because she has COVID. Just but because, because she has The bitches outlived like 13, 14 presidencies. Like, <laughs> she's been queen since she was like 15 years old. <laughs> like, she is definitely, for better or for worse, a historical figure. It will be huge news when she dies, but... I just, Jason Lee, girl, girl, of all the people, it won't be you. Okay? It just won't be you. You don't know nobody that close to the goddamn queen. <laughs> like, That's it for the hot topics this week. We're going to go ahead and we will take a break and come back and read your letters. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are 
distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. We're back to the show now, folks, and it's time for us to get into your what? Listener letters. Yes. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Our first letter, hmm. Let's start with Let's start with Maria. Maria says, my grandmother lives in St. Louis and she is your typical Kojic church going old lady from the South. Well, I know her. (laughs) I had a baby in 2020 with my boyfriend at the time. And of course she didn't approve because child was born out of wedlock. Yep. We are now married and my grandmother still sees my husband as my little boyfriend and still calls me by my maiden name. What? Everybody knows that I don't even go by my by my maiden name anymore, but she still calls me that. My grandmother didn't come to our wedding and hasn't met my daughter yet. She says it's because nice. of COVID, but she's always traveling to Detroit to hang out with our other church-going judgmental family members. I don't like not talking to my grandma because life is short and she's old, so anything can happen. But she's stressful to talk to sometimes because she gets started with her homophobic rants. And then she starts talking about the fake news she saw on Fox and family drama that I do not care to talk about with her. But it pisses me off to feel like she's refusing to visit her first great grandchild just because we had the baby out of wedlock. I'm not sure what to do. How would y'all feel if you were in my situation? Please help Maria. kick this one off because I feel like Maria wants me to be soft and kind to her about her grandma and you know life is short and I don't, I'm I'm not there right now. I mean, I I don't know that I am either but <laughs> well, okay man. Uh because life is short and anything can happen and that is why your grandma needs to get her shit together. Boom. That is not a reason for you to bend over backwards to try to make this judgmental weird mean old lady any happier like what are you supposed to do are you supposed to you you can't undo your baby she's here so <laughs> and you're married right and, like, and you're married and what? that's another thing like i definitely have family members who would have been like "Ooh, pregnant outside of wedlock mm, we don't do that some um but if you then got married to your baby's daddy they would have been so what? happy to start calling you by your married name they would have been overjoyed to start calling you by your married name. It's like it's like their their way of of you making up big big air quotes for your quote unquote sins. So the fact that your grandmother seems to be like holding it against you that you had this baby out of wedlock and is choosing to not meet her first great grandchild, I think you need to look at it from the perspective of. <coughs> What's wrong with this woman? <laughs> As opposed you. to how can I fix this? You, I, I get that you don't like not being on good terms with her, but that's not your fault. Yes. Damn it. It is not your fault that this woman refuses to see your child and would not come to your wedding, which anybody, any other judgmental 
old grandma would have been hyped to come to because it means that y'all are finally legitimate and she might stop calling your baby a bastard, which is and like, horrible. But like... <laughs> Think about that. That's so you talk up. about some this and that and that and that and the third about the church and this and about scripture and whatever and and all of that. You won't come to my wedding. Right. The same. I mean, I'm marrying the same person yep. that you clearly had concerns with. You won't come to my wedding, but you telling me it's about COVID, even though you taking your black ass down to you know the casino or wherever mm-hmm. with the rest of them haters yep. to to gossip and talk shit about people. Right. So you're cool with talking bad and talking nasty about about me. Even mm-hmm. your own po- child and right. whomever the fuck else, but you I, I actually come to my wedding for what? Right. What's the problem? Like, nail on the head. What is wrong with her? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the visit and that's not your grandma. Spoiler. <laughs> I mean, I. You were never going to watch it, I'm saying, for those who are. It wasn't. I mean, I don't, but yeah. To blame it on COVID and then for her to be traveling from St. Louis to Detroit to go hang out with her sisters and them and and be messy and judgmental with them it's not about covid obviously it's well i won't say it's about you because whatever issue she has with you and your child are issues that she had before your baby was born um but this is not your problem so i think you're very justified in feeling pissed off because she refuses to visit her great-grandchild um and as much as it hurts to not be on good terms with her, I would just remind myself that it's not my fault we're not on good terms. You extended the invitation to the wedding. I'm sure she has an open, revolving invitation to come see her great-grandbaby. She is choosing not to do it. So what else can you do? That's a grown woman. You can't force her to be no different. Are you supposed to apologize because you did what felt right to you and kept your baby? What? Like, this is, <laughs> you're an adult. And you get to be an adult here and be like, when you're ready, right, when you're ready to lay down that ugliness and look at Mm. this adorable child, this gift from the God you claim you serve, when you're ready for that, then you can call me. Otherwise, girl, you know. God bless. God, yep, yep. Don't get the vid because, you know, they're not, it's not doing too great for the elderlies with all them comorbidities. And, you know, your sugar be acting up. Your pressure be through the roof. So, <laughs> end up on Hollywood Unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. It was wide open. open. Low hanging fruit, really. I'm kind of ashamed. <laughs> but yeah, Maria, but I don't. Correct, yes. Yeah, I don't think this is on you. And so, as difficult as it is, as it is, you know, you gotta just let people be where they are. I think that you're right. We get lost in like this feeling of. um like responsibility or obligation to fix this stuff because you know like we feel i don't know like subservient to our elders Mm -hmm. or like we owe them that respect or something even though we're not getting any sort of respect respect or support back as adults if you were like if you were fucking 14 or something year old then and you're Grandma was getting spicy with you because he was just wilding out in the streets or something like that, doing wild drugs and just cussing in church. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Being a handful, maybe. Yeah. But you literally just had a kid with your boyfriend and then married that same boyfriend. Now you're ma- and you're still getting shaded. That's not you. That's not your problem. And in fact, most I feel like many other grandmas. Yep. With the same. You just said it. 
yeah. many other grandmas with the same exact background, the same exact culture, mm-hmm. the same exact, you know, knowledge and book. Mm-hmm. If they were in the same predicament, would have been like, oh, family, hugging and kissing yeah. and finally able to acknowledge this motherfucker when he comes into the room. Right. It's actually family. So what's wrong with your grandma? Yeah. That's not your problem. It's not. Exactly. <laughs> So, you know, you just do your best, take care of that beautiful baby and um, try not to let your grandmother's issues uh, affect you personally. Like, I, I, I know it's difficult, but don't take this personally because it's really not about you. It's about yeah. her. Yeah. Well, and she's the one is. who needs to adjust her shit. Um, Good luck yeah. with that. Right. Because <laughs> let me tell you about these anything. old dogs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I would keep my expectations uh, below the earth's crust, but... Other than that, I just, I don't think you have any further responsibility here. None. Okay, let's move on. Our next letter comes from, oh, here we go. Something from a straight man from KB who says, I know, right? I've been with my current girlfriend for about five months and we are both 23 years old. I love her very much and I do see myself in this relationship for the long haul. In my past relationships, I was extremely unfaithful. I've cheated on everybody I've been with except one person. And I was honest with my girlfriend about this on our second date. However, you didn't say your girlfriend. <laughs> however, now she has the perception that I am still a cheater. But I'm not like that anymore. I don't get gratification from lying and being manipulative like I used to. Those selfish acts felt good in the moment, but they only hurt me and some people that I had presumably loved. However, (laughs) this is written so funny, niggas. At this point, my girlfriend has accused me of cheating three different times. Once she said that I smelled like another woman. Wow. The second time a hotel room key fell out of my trunk, but it was the key from the hotel we had been to the month before. And the third time she found a random hair in my bathroom sink. Now, I have never even considered stepping out on my girlfriend, but the first two times I had to fight tooth and nail and even called the hotel to confirm that I had made no other reservations to get her to believe me. I'm fucking exhausted, but I love her very deeply and I want this to work. I also know that I deserve to be with somebody who can trust me, so I'm not sure what to do. How do I move forward in this situation? Thanks, KB. KB, break up with her and move on. <laughs> Five months and y'all are 23 years old. <laughs> Down. Who fucking cares? <laughs> like, this is not the love of your goddamn life. Like, it's fine. You five months in and love is such a beautiful thing, especially right now. Um, And so, like, I get being wrapped up in all of that and especially maybe, you know, having this guilt or feeling, you know, bad for mistakes you made in the past and really, really wanting to be able to uh, prove to this person that you're in love with that you're changed. I understand that can be rough and just wanting to be understood. Um, but, you know, not everybody trusts that easily, especially five months in. And it's just really not worth the the headache or the argument. You're 23 fucking years old. Like, right. <laughs> like it. I say, I mean, obviously you can stick it out if you want to try to make it work, maybe go to therapy. But I just feel like it's, you're Lord. you're young you know what i mean like yeah just i mean granted random hair hotel key little things or whatever but it's like if the hotel key is the same hotel that we stayed at <laughs> like like hair like corn kernels you can just find them anywhere at any time that's true who the fuck knows so 
could have came from the laundry room because Lord knows white people be living, leaving their hair and their dog's hair all in the washing machine <laughs> and the dryer. So, I mean, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I feel like now's the time for you to just go ahead. Spring's coming up around soon anyway. Maybe hit a brunch because like that level of trust issues, especially after you've already outed mm-hmm. yourself as a major cheater in in the past and things like right. that. It's hard for people to let go of that. So you might be freeing to both of you. You're 23. I say let it go. Yeah, I think if you um, if you really want to make it work, then you just kind of need to have a very serious conversation with her and be like, I told you that I cheated before because I wanted to be honest with you because I really care about you and I want to build a solid relationship built on trust and mutual respect. Um, but if I have to constantly defend myself and prove to you that I'm not cheating, like that's not fair to me. So you can either trust me or you cannot. But I can't keep doing this. What I'm not going to be doing is showing receipts of when I clocked in and out and here go the receipt from the gas station because I filled up and got some gas on the way home because I was 20 minutes late coming home and you wondered where I was at instead. Like, I'm not, I won't be doing all that. If you don't trust me, cool. We, you know, we're only five months into this and we can cut it off. But I don't yeah. want to do that. Like, I like you. I love, you say you love her very deeply. Yep. Wow. Go off. Yeah, but, <laughs> He's 23. Uh, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? God bless it. You know, I love you very deeply. But, you know, if you can't trust me, then we need to just go ahead and call it quits now because it's not going to get better trying to build a relationship with somebody who's never going to believe what you say. And I'm not your child. You're not going to be checking up on me. You either believe me or you don't. Right. I'm not going to be doing about all that is, extra. Um, the thing about it is also that... <sighs> The wash got a rinse cycle. So, like, well, none of us are good. <laughs> like, you should say to her, none of us are that good at cheating. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> why you think? <laughs> no, it's true. It, you, it's always going to come out one way or the next. You know what I mean? So, like, why do you think I'm ad- I admitted to you that I was cheating all the Because niggas found out. You think that if I was so such well, a good cheater and no one well. ever knew that I would have to admit it to you, bitch? No. <laughs> like, obviously. <laughs> the reason I have admitted to you in the first place yeah. is because I was not good at keeping a secret. Right. No one really is. So, <laughs> as you said, you can take the evidence, like me calling down to the Marriott again to prove mm-hmm. that it isn't that, or this very clearly being the hair of a fucking border collie, or whatever the <laughs> fuck else. Like, you can take that mixed with the fact that you aren't getting any actual results in yeah. this quest for, you know, cheating answers, and just chill. Yeah. And let's have a good time. Or we could just part ways. Yeah. But I think you're young enough, and it sounds like honest enough that you could find someone who will just be like, Oh my God. Like, cause like you just said, Crystal, it's mm-hmm. like you, I'm telling you that you, that I was a really bad cheater and all this stuff because I want us to start with honesty. Right. So somebody might be receptive and be like, Oh my God. Like I've only dated niggas who just acted like they were angels when they knew they were dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this is refreshing. And it comes down to trust regardless, like regardless, I'm going to trust you until I have a reason to not. Yes. And and I trust myself to leave you if I find out you've been lying to me. I'm not the type of bitch, and maybe you need that bitch. I'm not the type of bitch who is going to ask you for receipts 
all the fucking time and, and FaceTime you 30 million child. times to make sure you are where you say you are sure and putting find my <laughs> iPhone and them little Apple tags and shit in your car to see where your car is. I'm not doing all that bullshit. You're either lying to me or you're not. You're either faithful to me or you're not. And if I find out, I'm leaving. And niggas know that about me from the jump. I'm not going to mm-hmm. do all the rest of it. I'm not your fucking mammy. So <laughs> your mama can your mama can check up on you. Your granny can do that. Your auntie and them. I'm not going to do it. So Same. I would just I would just lay it out like that. And Same maybe though. she can handle it and maybe she can't. Is it true that the Tinder swindler is getting a dating show? Shut up. Is it? I don't know. I haven't I heard saw that. that on Twitter somewhere yesterday. Like the girls are in an uproar because he's apparently found success with this documentary and is getting like endorsements and shit. I thought what? he was in jail. You know, I, I still ain't watched it. I mean, he was in jail for like five months and then they let him right back out. Cause I guess, oh. I don't know. I guess over there, this is not that big of a crime or whatever. I don't know. But like this man is a criminal a dating show for <laughs> what? He lucky he mm-hmm. got this Netflix documentary. God damn. It would be sickening though. If like, well, no, it's cause he's still a criminal. But it would be sickening if, like, <laughs> you like. But I just don't want to see conceptually. It. <laughs> if it was like semi-scripted, scripted, or whatever, and like in the end, he gets scammed. Like, yeah, like some woman takes nice. all of his money, but that wouldn't be real. No, that would fun. never. Right, that would never actually happen. But I just think yeah, things. I hope that's not true. Because ugh, gross niggas. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Lion a couple ass people, I saw a couple people say that, and I'm I wouldn't be shocked to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Um. Well, good luck, KB, with the conversation or with the breakup. You're probably gonna end up doing both, honestly. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have a feeling she's not gonna be willing to just let it go. So. Yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's you still got a like a good two and a half months before summertime get here, so that's plenty of time to get over her and get onto somebody else. Um, oh best of luck. Our next letter comes from Ramona, who says, "In February of 2020, I matched with a man named Dabness on Tinder, and we started dating." Named what? Well, his fake name is Dabness. Right. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Although it's probably a dabness out there going, no, wait a minute. All yeah, right. I'm sure there is. But I was also just like, what did you say? Yeah. Since we started dating right before quarantine and we were really feeling each other, we decided to quarantine together. Dabness is considerably older than me, but he loved me like the material girl that oh, I am. Because his name Dabness, that makes sense. <laughs> no, that explains it. Yep. And he, he loved me. you like the material girl that That's you That's what are. Ramona said. I watched the nail flying booth. Material <laughs> girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I get it from my mammy. Oh, man, be so me. <laughs> he bought me really nice gifts, and I never saw the bottom of my weed jar. <laughs> now that's what the fuck. That's I'm what matters. About. <laughs> yes. A little after the six month mark, a bunch of fires devastated the West Coast, and Dabness lost nearly everything. This is when I found out that he was in an insane amount of debt, and things started slowly falling apart. By the time we were celebrating our one-year anniversary, that man was down bad. (laughs) That's not funny. At that point, I was, for some reason, I'm reading Marmona as if she's from Miami. (laughs) And I think it's because she called herself a material girl. (laughs) She kind of sounds like she might be, honestly. At this point, I was wholly uninterested in continuing a romantic relationship with him, but I had grown to really care for him. And I wanted to be a source of emotional support for him. Dabness ended up moving to Hawaii and we broke up, but we remained friends and spoke often. 
He came back to the mainland in November for my birthday, and since then, he has really been pushing it. He called me five times on Valentine's Day, not knowing that I was with my new man who bought me a Lexus, and I had been with him the entire weekend. <laughs> Libby! This was in Miami! <laughs> Is this then, Carisha? <laughs> then Davenant started begging me to drive three hours to go see him and was sending me flowers and shit in the mail and a lot of other desperate bullshit. <laughs> I know he's going through an extremely tough time and I do consider him a friend. I don't want to abandon him in his darkest hour, but he's still calling me babe and telling me that he loves me. And even though I've set boundaries a bunch of different times at this point, it's clear that he just can't respect them. My problem is I'm afraid that he might hurt himself if I cut him off completely, but I really do not. I'm no longer interested in this man in a romantic sense and I'm not sure how to say it. Please help Thanks, Ramona. Girl, I should be asking you for advice. How you got niggas buying right? cars and shit, bitch? <laughs> never, never. Where you finding these niggas at? She Where was the- like, well, <laughs> miss one bus. Next team, <laughs> baby. Alexis is like, pulling up. Car service <laughs> on the way. <laughs> Girl, so look. I don't know where exactly the assumption is that he would hurt himself. Like, D is going through a lot, yes, and yeah. it sounds like you are an outlet for him and his time and stuff like that. But I truly don't believe that he's going to be better mm-hmm. off being strung along yeah. by you and yep. feeling the pretty clear, yep, like... <laughs> tension or distract whatever the word is i'm looking for like you're you, it's, it's hesitancy reluctance you're not feeling it the mm-hmm. passion's not there because you don't have feelings for him anymore and you've moved on and i think that he deserves that honesty so does the nigga who just bought you in the alexis so i think that um i think that you should express to him the things that you said to us about giving a fuck about him as a friend and possibly, like, if he gen, no, I wouldn't even say that because you don't want to leave the door open. This isn't a yeah. silk sonic in the press and curl. This is real life, and so you want to let him know, like, listen, I do care about you as a friend. I deeply do. I'm not I'm trying to just like dash you to the side because I, I think that you're trash or anything. But I'm in a new situation, and. I don't want to cross lines. I don't want to lead you into a situation where you're going to get even more hurt. I want you to be happy and I know that you will be. Yeah. Um, now, I haven't had to break up with a rich nigga before, so... And I feel like I that would be difficult. That's <laughs> that would be hard enough, for me. But I think you need to be as kind but honest as you can be because he's going through something, but at the same time, there's no excuse to be stringing him along. And there's damn sure no excuse for him to like get access to you just because, you know? Right. Um, Yes. And you don't owe this man attention forever because you care about him um, or because you're worried about him or whatever else. Like if you have moved on and you're interested in somebody else now, or even if you haven't moved on and you just don't want him no more, Mm. then he is it is his responsibility to take that like yeah breakups suck (laughs) a lot of us have been worried that like we're going to break up with somebody and they're going to get super depressed or they're not going to take good care of themselves they're going to do something to maybe hurt themselves but that is it might sound a little crass but that is not your responsibility 
Um, and it is a lot more humane to just tell the nigga instead of having him call you seven times a day thinking that he still got a shot at sniffing yeah. your pussy again when he don't. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with Kid Fury. You said that you've set boundaries too many times. But the thing about boundaries, I keep telling y'all, is that they're not boundaries if you change your mind on them or go back. Well, no, you can change your mind. But if you don't enforce them, then they don't work. So yeah. if you say, I don't know if you've told him, like, look, it's over between me and you. Maybe you need to be that clear about it. But you're not going to get back with this man. And right. the sooner he internalizes that message, the better off he will be. So I say just be very honest um, and explicit about it. Like, not necessarily in a mean way, but this relationship is over. I am sorry. Had a great time spending your money. Thanks for the weed. Um, and <laughs> and good luck moving on. You know, like, it breakups are hard. Nobody is discounting that. But you deserve to move on, and so does he. Um, mm. So... Yeah, I think that's just how I would handle it. Although I was going to say it's hard to break up with a rich nigga, but if you got an even richer nigga coming right behind him, then maybe it's not. She sincerely got a replacement rich nigga, like almost immediately. <laughs> almost like right. she had rich nigga insurance. They just went ahead and found okay. her a new one. She said that, right would, off the show. that would move to Hawaii. And she was like, and I picked up another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're went doing right great. Right the rich nigga boutique. And just got, <laughs> just me, brand got me another one. It's all shiny and new. We're having fun. And on Valentine's Day. <laughs> working, making my own goddamn money, paying my bills myself. The fuck? <laughs> like a stupid bitch. I'm over here buying like my damn ass. self. <laughs> like a dumbass. Buying my own food and clothes and weed. <laughs> the fuck? All the household expenses on me. Like a me. dummy bitch. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ramona over here like, I don't know what y'all talking about. Rich niggas grow on trees. <laughs> Ramona said, get it, loser. We're going to shop <laughs> And I go right out and pluck a new one like a goddamn mango girl. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So you just got to break up with him. It's difficult, but just spit it out. Hell, even send it in a text message if you need to. And if he continues to contact you or whatever, ignore him. Don't mm -hmm. answer the phone. Don't reply to his text. If you need to block him, then do that. But make it clear that you mean what you say. That's, honey, a, that's a grown man. You say he's much older ghosting. than you. He's got to take. It's not. It's not. It's not ghosting. If you tell him you're going exactly. ghost. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're not ghosting him if exactly. you say goodbye. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's leaving. Yes. So, like, at that point, you're not doing anything wrong. You're just mm -hmm. being honest and enforcing the boundaries, like Chris was saying. Right. And leaving is a thing that you are allowed to do. Yeah. So. And it can hurt. Yep, But it, it doesn't does. mean it's not the right thing to do. I mean, it's going to hurt him a lot more than you because you got another For rich sure. nigga to lay on. And Alexis. So. <laughs> <laughs> to boo -hoo -hoo your way in. <laughs> if you start feeling sad, <laughs> you got a nigga to take you down to Prada and make that all better. But <laughs> yeah, just just tell him and uh, and then cut it off from there. It's it can feel a little cruel in the moment, but he needs to get over you. And going no contact is the easiest way to do that. The most efficient way to do that, I should say. Um, yeah. 
So good luck to you, Ramona. Let's go ahead and wrap up the letters there. If you have a question for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take one more quick break and be right back. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Alrighty, folks, we're back and it is time to wrap things up with the read. Yes, it is. Um, I can go first if you want. I just have a few very quick things to sure, me too. Um, talk about here. First of all, to the volunteer firefighters who got suspended because they were making racist comments on camera or on Zoom. I don't even know if you heard about this um, story. I did not. But... Um, so a little girl was shot and killed um, by police or police gunfire, I should say, um, an eight-year-old girl in uh, the Philadelphia area. And her name is Fanta Ability. Um, this happened a few weeks ago, I believe. Uh, yeah, this was uh, back in January. And these volunteer firefighters were on a call with like county and state officials. And then after the officials got off the call, these people stayed on, not really realizing that other people were also still on the call and started talking about how, I mean, so first of all, talking big shit about fellow oh. firefighters, black firefighters, talking about how it's just a bunch of niggas down there. And oh, um, the chief of the firehouse for <laughs> was like calling him a piece of shit and, really saying all these ugly, terrible, racist things. But then they started making fun of this little girl, Fanta's name, talking about, oh yeah, Fanta soda or orange, Fanta great, whatever. Ha ha ha. Like cracking up. Even though somebody else on the call was like, that little girl was shot to death by police. And y'all just decided to continue to make fun of her for her name. It doesn't make sense. I don't know how you get fired from your volunteer job. You really have to try real hard to do some shit like that, but never put it beyond white people to do something ugly and horrible. Uh, so, yeah, it came out today that um, some of those people have been placed on an administrative suspension and there will be another meeting in early March to oh, talk about what's going to happen to them after this point. Um <coughs> But yeah, same bullshit, different day in the good old United States of America where you can be an innocent eight-year-old child 
who was minding your own goddamn business, was murdered by police and will be mocked by grown ass white men because of something that had ab- you had absolutely no control over. And has nothing to do with anything at all. At Disgusting. All. Exactly. Disgusting. Um, moving children. on. Yeah. Children. To uh, to Judge Regina Chu, who uh, was responsible for sentencing Kimberly Porter um, or Potter. Sorry. Kim Potter is the Minneapolis police officer who shot and killed Dante yep. Wright, pulled him over yeah. for expired mm-hmm. tags and having some incense or dice in his, in his rear view mirror, something very fucking stupid, and claimed that she mistook her gun and thought it was a taser. Now, I remember saying then that there must be a marked difference if not in appearance, in the way that these items feel in one's hand. There absolutely are. And even if there isn't, it is your responsibility as a police officer to know which fucking weapon you are drawing. Seems important. You Seems would think so. Crucial. You would yeah. think so. However, Kim Potter was uh, sentenced just two years in the death of Dante Wright. And Judge Regina Chu decided to cry for the white woman police officer and not for the dead black man and his family who's not yeah truly blew my mind to see this woman wiping tears away talking about how she's gotten hundreds of letters in support of this woman and kim potter was just doing her job and police officers have such a difficult job and no one can understand and this is just so difficult and 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 she didn't mean to do it. And so the sentence should reflect that. And and on the one hand, a young man was killed. And on the other, a police officer made a tragic error. Bitch. How does that even almost? Bitch. I'm so tired of it here. I really am. Like, yeah, I hope team. that we really do live nope. Whatever nope is about, just suck <laughs> me up into the sky, girl. Just, Get me the fuck up out of here. It's hard to imagine things being psychologically <laughs> more fucked up than they are in the United States what? of America. Ugh. Because we live in a country where you, a person who has been a police officer for 26 goddamn years, can say that you meant to pull your taser and didn't. Even though, again, if this has been your job for 26 fucking years, I would expect you to know the difference between a taser and a fucking gun. Do you not wear these shits for every fucking shift? That's like Gordon Ramsay making a fucking Alfredo. Come on, come on. But instead of Alfredo, he used like arsenic and rat poison <laughs> and was like, oh, I, I, don't I know thought what you mean. I reached for the cream. <laughs> it looked like the, heavy the cream cheese. and garlic to me, girl. I, I'm, I don't know what happened. <laughs> your job is to do this thing. Yeah, I dumped a bunch of sugar in this and I thought it was Parmesan. How, first of all? How? Yeah, where? How? how? Because they're so different. They look different, smell and different, you, do different things, chef, cook different. A professional chef. This is your career. You You've should know the difference. You've done it for twenty six years. Ciao, ciao. How? So, I mean, it was always going to be fuck Kim Porter, but for this bitch Regina Chu to actually sit up in her judge's bench and shed tears for the white woman going to jail instead of for the the family of the actual person who lost their goddamn life. This bitch will get out of jail. In two years. Two years. All right. She'll be out of jail in two years. Excuse my tummy. In two years. 
And she will go right back to her ratchet ass, yep. disgusting ass, whoever yep. the fuck gives a fuck about her. She'll have books. She'll do interviews. She'll get tons and tons of money from whatever unions and support groups that live for the police and the murder of innocent blacks. And like yeah. this family that has lost their innocent loved one still won't be able to see him. So what the fuck are you crying about? You're talking about a human life loss versus the person who was responsible for the loss of that life. <laughs> like what? And you're crying for the bitch who did it. I can't. How? Because she's a cop. Just because she's a cop. But Ugh. like, she's not even a brand new cop. Maybe if she had been on, on the force for like two weeks, if it had been 26 days instead of 26 years, then maybe, maybe, bitch. But the rest of this, it's not. It's not Matthew. Twenty six goddamn years. She should have done that. Bare minimum. Her a year for every Bare year minimum. she served. Because for every one of them years, you should have known the difference between a taser and a fucking gun. We should be more understanding of police officers and the stress they're under. Police officers have a responsibility to know what fucking weapon they're holding. Yeah. The standards for being a, a cop a should not be lowered. Like, stun gun? like this is a thing you should know if you're a fucking police officer, girl. Crying for this stupid white bitch instead of the person who is gone. How? And the gagger for me is that there are countless like eight year olds that could tell you the difference because they play Fortnite and Call of Duty. Yeah. In The Last of Us or whatever. And they know all that. <laughs> they so, do that. So like what? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, and finally, I really... So, Greg Abbott, who is the governor of the state of Texas. Oh, God. And is just really, like, insisting on being a walking, talking... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say walking. But a, a sentient turd. This motherfucker released, sent out a letter today to the Texas Department of Family and Protective Services saying that um, because DFPS has a responsibility to protect children from abuse, um, anyone who seeks gender-affirming procedures or surgery for their transgender or gender-nonconfirming children should be uh, investigated thoroughly and promptly and subjected to full prosecution um, in accordance to Texas law. And it is not only something like, and this is something y'all need to start doing right now. All state agencies that have an interest in protecting children need to be doing this. If, if you as a school teacher or a social worker or a therapist <coughs> or anybody else who works with children know of a child who is transgender and whose parents are seeking the medical care that that child deserves, these people should be investigated and prosecuted. And I just feel like, so <laughs> I can't, obviously this is pure hell. This is right up there with te uh, Texas, <laughs> the other Texas, Florida, and their, <laughs> and their don't say gay bill and that bullshit. <laughs> that shit. Like, so this is bad enough, but like Gregory Abbott, you have so much other shit to worry about. 
You have so much other shit to do. Mm-hmm. Now, the the civil attorney for Harris County, which is Texas's biggest county, that's where Houston surrounding areas located, said that they're not going to be playing that fucking game and and leave them out of this bullshit. Same thing happened in uh Travis County, the DA and the county attorney were like, "Girl, Focus on a real goddamn problem because this isn't it. <laughs> How about keeping the lights on for all the Texans this winter? How about that? You f- Let's get started right there. Y'all's whole independent power grid and we Texas and we sovereign and we got our own constitution and we this and that, rah, rah, rah. Bitch, keep the lights on for everybody. Keep the heat on for everybody. Keep power on for everybody and don't send people $1,300 electric bills because there was a fucking freak ass snowstorm in the middle of your state. How about that? How about that? And these are orders from you, Gregory Abbott, to the head of Texas Power's Grid, making sure to build the shit out of people and run their goddamn utilities up in the middle of a blackout. This was la- this was literally 12 months ago. You need to be worried about all the shit Texas got going on. The fact that y'all be carrying guns every goddamn where niggas get shot in the parking lot of fucking H-E-B because somebody took your spot or somebody took the last pack of chicken wings or whatever the fuck else. Texas got plenty of problems instead of choosing to go after trans children and their parents who are just trying to live happy, well-adjusted lives. That is all that's happening here. It is not, there's no scientific basis for this. There is no psychological, you know, this is a gender affirming surgeries and procedures are horrible for children and all this. It's actually the exact opposite. Forcing kids to go through puberty that is only going to make them experience dysphoria even worse and make their depression and anxiety and bullying and all that other kind of shit even worse. That is the exact opposite of what the state should be trying to do. Perhaps you should mind your business, stay out of trans people's business, and take care of the actual citizens of the state instead of going after people who are just trying to live peaceful lives. Trans kids are not hurting you. You're simply a bigot. You're just transphobic. There's no justification for this other than, ill trans, that's nasty. Literally, that's it. That's, that's all. Literally it. That's literally it. There is not a single, there is not a single scientist um, or anyone else who knows anything about this who doesn't have an ulterior motive who will back this shit up. Not one. <laughs> not one. Nobody's going to say, oh, yeah, it's much better to let these kids be miserable throughout their whole goddamn lives or at least until they turn 18 and then when you're grown I guess you can decide whatever you want to do why why when we can do something about it right now you're literally hurting kids and then saying that the people who are trying to help them are the real abusers like (laughs) the gaslighting y'all are experiencing in Texas that's what gaslighting actually is for those of you who don't know that. That shit that y'all are experiencing. You are so petty. I am. But (laughs) it's just unbelievable that somebody could spit dead in your face and then be like, how you going to spit in my face? Bitch, it's you. (laughs) It's you doing the spitting. It's you, bitch. You're the pumpkin. I'm the New York. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm not gonna spit. Cause I got way more motherfucking class, class. than you. <laughs> I am, however, gonna <laughs> I'm just so eternally disappointed. Not even <laughs> just she say something transphobic. Not working. T- I mean, probably. Tra- oh, but she friends with Maddie now. Maybe Maddie got her to see the uh, the error of her did. ways. Yeah. I hope she apologized for that. We should look. Oh, that I'm up. so proud of Maddie. She's doing so well. I know she is, and y'all keep trying yeah. to drag my bitch down, and she keep rising regardless. And I fucking love to it. see it. What you gonna yeah. do? Oh, make for- oh, you used to be a sex worker, bitch. So and your mama sucked dick for free. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> your mama been sucking dick for free. Shut the fuck up. Leave Madison alone. Let her live her goddamn life. But yeah, just sick of this country. Sick of the way we treat people who are just trying to live. Just living. Just trying to live. Just trying not to be miserable in their bodies and their lives. That's it. And you're talking about prosecuting but their I parents. uncomfortable. Okay, but it's none of your goddamn business either. It's literally you know none what? of your business. Me too. I'm uncomfortable having to listen and look at your motherfucking ass Woo! all the time. Every time you got to open your mouth and feel like everything that she's thinking and saying needs yeah. to be said and heard. Yeah. You make me uncomfortable too, bitch. So I guess we're at an impasse. <sighs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> all righty. Well, thank you for that. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. So we're going to go ahead and I will just do two really quick reads. After... So, no, seriously, I actually don't even really have sports shorts. I was going to talk in excess about the All-Star game um, that took place this past weekend. But um, boring, bored, boring, bored, and bored. I will, however, say that um, I personally, for the All-Star moments, I like to get into the um, the dunk contests and, like, all of those little things because it reminds me of, um, like, seeing the Harlem Globetrotters. And then I go in my head, the love them commercials <laughs> really did okay so um in that case uh the dunk contest also super boring um the girls were not really showing up the way that we expected of athleticism and leaping very high and for you know most of them to be mutants that stand over seven feet tall um we didn't really get the zhuzh and the passion that we were expecting mm. um and Tuscano Tot Tot Juan Tuscano Anderson Okay. was n- unable to live up to Jason Richardson's uh, fantastic performance that he, he wore his jersey and tried to pay tribute and be cute and sickening. And yet the winner okay. of the dunk contest was one and only New York Knicks Obi Toppin, or as I like to call him, oh, he should be topping me. And so I just wanted to dedicate this particular sports shorts to possibly my future Um, because I didn't want to tell you this in this manner, in this state, but Aaron Donald and I... I was just about to ask. Oh, because you just said it like last week. So 
Okay, what happened with that? I lied. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jason Lee, give us nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I did enjoy the uh, looking at fine people part of the All-Star game, which is usually my favorite part of the All-Star game anyway. And so to Obi Toppin, call me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm yeah. very happy to call you a winner. Let's do it for New York. <laughs> You're and that's winner, it for baby. the sports shorts any questions <laughs> no, i didn't even watch the all-star anything so i don't think many people did to be honest so yeah i didn't care all right so my reads this week uh real quick two things first of all um i went and i recently experienced well okay not too long ago remember i did this read on so, this brand of uh wipes called dude wipes oh yeah like the whole marketing thing was that they're for dudes and they're like mm-hmm. bigger and burger, manlier yep. and manly and i was just like they're they're white like they're ass what you're you're wiping it's yeah. what is the you know and so a couple of people were like well i like them and i like them they're bigger and i don't understand what the problem is and so i was like okay i happen to be in target uh day or two ago and i didn't see the dude wipes but i did walk past like cottonelle which is the brand i usually use for mm-hmm. flushable wipes has like an xl kind okay and i was like okay and then on on the package it says it says something like made for what is it like I juicy booty with me <laughs> no hold on Not you really went to go get these fucking wipes. <laughs> dedicated. Dedicated. <laughs> you really went to go get them. <laughs> Des- I didn't want to get it wrong. It says designed for toilets, tested with plumbers. And then it has like a little animated picture of like a clearly mask presenting human with a giant wrench over their shoulder. So it's like clearly marketing to like dudes men yes dudes okay (laughs) and so i bought him and i was like all right let me try the extra large because because the girls were like well no i actually like them because the bigger flush and i was like all right whatever so i you know my me and my hind parts experienced these and they're nice actually i actually do like the extra large uh wipes a lot okay right so i get that what i still don't get is what this has to do with gender right because you would think anybody would enjoy a larger wipe, regardless of gender. I also feel like, on average, may a woman not need a bigger wipe? Don't women? I, have I big have no. Too? I mean, you would I think. Don't you would think. Help! I don't really understand it. If it's not, it should be marketed to people with juicy asses. That's what I'm saying. Like this is just. It should just have like a peach emoji. Yeah, it should be like you got a bubble butt. You know you do, girl. Come on over here. Get you some extra cloth. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, like to me, if whatever you like, you like. No shade to dude wipes, bro wipes, yeah. bro bombs, whatever the whatever it is. I just feel like we have a knack for marketing things that we think are soft mm-hmm. to men, really even though it's the same yep. thing and it's <laughs> unnecessary. Cottonelle has never been feminine. The package is blue. It doesn't. It's, it's like called there's cottonelle. nothing. <laughs> 
about Cottonelle. What? I don't. Yeah. And lastly, I just want to say, I want to quickly read someone who worked my nerves this past Sunday. And this is a fictional person, so get over it. Okay. This is Lexi Howard of the series. Oh, my God. (laughs) Not Lexi. (laughs) Lexi Sweets. Lexi's play. I don't remember much of you from season one. I don't even remember if you were in season one, to be honest with you. Um, I've enjoyed most of what I've seen of you this season, especially when you and your mama cussed out. Well, you didn't even really curse out, Cassie, but either way. (laughs) That play was shit. (laughs) And it's not done. Spoilers. They, like, ended us on a to-be-continued. So, I guess we're going to get more of the play the next episode, the finale, which is fine, because the play itself is like gorgeous, but I chalk that up to it being fucking euphoria. Everything is dreamlike. Yeah. Everything is gorgeous. Everything is shot just absolutely beautifully. And also, I don't know where Mama got the budget for this because that that's like, everybody's question. They're not rich. They don't seem rich. Am Aren't I missing they? something? Is, is euphoria a public school? It can't be. <laughs> Like, like I assume that this was at like a community center. Like, I can't believe that they put this on at the school with all of that raunchiness and shit. I was like, there's no way. Plus, you're literally telling students business. I was like, she must have put this on at like a, a some a hall somewhere, some sort of a theater in the community. Mm. But who the fuck funded it? Like rotating <laughs> stage in and That's out pro- set design yeah. and backup dancers choreographer licensed songs Ooh. i'm like girl who, this is an expensive ass play for who, someone who's like what 16 yeah <laughs> i was like all right so we're just i'm supposed to suspend my belief uh, fine so let me just get into the fact that it was shit because clearly you ain't paid for this damn play and the reason it was as fine as it was and pretty as it was is because euphoria is just gorgeous yeah. so let's get into you lexi yeah all you did was show everyone that everybody in your life is way cooler than you are. Damn! Damn. You did nothing. And then try to make snarky comments that you would never make to any of their goddamn faces except for maybe your sister. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next, having a guy playing a woman just because is like 2004 comedy. Mm-hmm. And I know that some of these kids in the show are supposed to be like really into retro and stuff like that. But like, I know that her mama lived for you know, Linda Belcher coming out and playing her. But like, <laughs> right. And I just don't get me wrong. I wasn't offended. I'm just reading Lexi because she got on my fucking nerves this episode. <laughs> also, who gave you the Caucasian right to tell all these people's goddamn business? And like real business, like Maddie's yeah. parents fighting all of the time and her coming to live with them. Yep. Bre- bringing up cat, uh, doing only fans and shit like that all over again. Like, literal, like, a Rue's uh, father dying. Th- like, all of this, like, really, really deep, 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 yeah. deep stuff. Who gave your young ass yeah. the right to tell all these people's personal business and then barely changing their name and casting someone that looks exactly the fuck yeah. like them? Yeah, yeah, Lexi really drove the knife in with that one. The whole football player dance 
number thing. Now, Ethan, and that is where I'm landing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then we have that gay ass maxi challenge at the end of the episode. Who, <laughs> please, with the maxi challenge? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I saw some people being like, oh, I actually felt bad for Nate. Not me feeling bad. For- I don't feel no kind of bad for Nate. Sorry, Nate is still trash. Always going to be trash to me. That did not redeem a motherfucking thing. I'm sorry. He's still trash. But guess what? I can walk and chew bubblegum and pat my belly and rub my head. It's the other way around. But <laughs> all that. I can do all of those things. So guess what? Nate can suck a dick and Nate is trash. And at the same time, Lexi is as well for doing all of that, for making those yeah. implications, trying to humiliate that motherfucker yep. and doing like that. It, that's not your right. It's not your place. Yeah. OK. And the whole thing was tacky, to be mm-hmm. quite honest with you. Sit your motherfucking ass down on top of the fact that seeing Jules in one of those moments of Nate's section that was very clearly on stage made me feel like, are you also like pointing out the fact that maybe he is in love with this particular person Mm. too? Like, what the fuck are you doing? So when he got up and stormed out talking about (laughs) some like, that was so homophobic. I'm like, is this nigga now about to go read Tumblr articles and like try to make it find the error in his fucking disgusting ass ways? Because she like what is like Put him outing him in a musical yeah. or something like yeah. that? Like And lastly, what the fuck did this shit have to do with stand by me? Not a goddamn <laughs> thing. Help. Help. What were you talking about? How were they even similar? Oh my God. This whole thing was just an inflated ego of a young white girl. When did you well, like? Well, well, and the and the and and the killer for me is that if this were IRL, Mama would be at the Tonys. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, she's getting awards <laughs> for that fucking RuPaul performance at the end alone. <laughs> she would have been lining them up. <laughs> Lynn yeah. Manuel, Lynn Manuel's got the foreword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like everybody would it's, have been it's Dear Nate Jacobs. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> like and it's racking up all the awards. That, well, I was so over. And then the fact and then she was backstage just talking to people all kinds of crazy, high off of her own shit. And I can't wait to see her like fold when Fesco well, we don't know, because it is to be continued. Yeah. If Fesco is gonna make it or not. We'll see but on I'm Sunday. Like, if she does this whole thing where it's like Fez didn't come, bitch, you're dating a drug dealer. And you know you're dating a drug dealer. Right. And not a play play cutesy drug dealer. Like I keep the blick on me at one. all times. Yeah. Like keys under the board. Or like yeah. a real drug dealer. So personally, if I were in your shoes and that nigga didn't show up, I would assume he was either in custody or on the run. Yeah. So if you try to play a game like you <laughs> don't know what time it is, you're gonna get on my nerves even more. I'm letting you know that no. <laughs> oh man, we'll see what happens on the finale on Sunday. But <laughs> I just said show is so good, Lexi. So good. Girl, Miss. She was girl. feeling it. She huh. was. She was. <laughs> like what happened to Oklahoma? <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, we can't just all come together and sing them corny ass songs. <laughs> Why exactly. This? But yeah, child, we will. If you're not caught up on Euphoria, I suggest you hurry because it's a lot going on with these alleged teenagers. A lot. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just glad that I'm not. You see, they clarified ages a little bit more this season. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because, I mean, and this is part of my problem with Euphoria. I don't like seeing people who are supposed to be teenagers doing sexual things. Even though they're not. I Even agree. though they're not. I don't like it. If you're playing a teenager, I don't want to see your genitals and I don't want to see you have sex. I don't. It just creeps me out. It grosses me <laughs> you out. You definitely can't watch Sex Education. I, I tried. Because <laughs> <laughs> it came highly recommended. But it's so good, though. I love Sex Ed. I mean, it is good, but it, I just get deeply uncomfortable at, at the idea. Not that teenagers are having sex, but me, my big grown ass watching that. Watching habit. it. Yeah, I can feel that. I, I fuck adults <laughs> and I don't want to be I nowhere definitely, Maybe it helps that sex ed scenes are usually kind of like they're either like funny or they're heartfelt. Yeah. They're, they're yeah, rarely trying to be like hot and like turn you on. Yeah. They're usually trying to make a point or just make you laugh. Yeah. Um, but Euphoria is like, I want to be the one that you fuck. So many dicks. For the rest of your life. So many dicks. Like, <laughs> just like, they're everywhere. And then Sydney's huge fucking knockers. And I'm just like, oh, girl, this is. But yes, plenty dicks. Plenty yeah. of dicks. I do. Lots going I on. do appreciate that. Tip the scale. <laughs> yeah, you know, because we, we're used to seeing lots of titties. And even vagina. And, and some bush. Yeah. <laughs> some bush. So yeah. so yeah, a few more uh a few more meat sticks won't hurt. But Euphoria, really insane show that does a lot and yet we are all hooked and cannot stop watching. So I will see Can't you girls on finale. Sunday. Yep, I will see you girls on Sunday. <laughs> I will see you there. I, matter of fact, I will beat you there. So. Oh, man. Somebody okay. said, I wish they dropped it at midnight like power. I was like, oh, bitch, you know what? You're that right. would be a mess. That would really be a mess. So. Yeah, it would. Because the girls would not like. Yeah. The girls would be up all day posting spoilers. Yep. You would have to watch it at 12.01 or else they will ruin it for you. So. Yes. Yes. Oh, but yeah. Okay. Um, Alrighty, guess, well that is it Yeah, I guess today. that will wrap up this week's episode of the show check us out on social media at this is the read our website is this is the read.com um, head on over and join our patreon at patreon.com slash the read this Friday we will be having a live Q&A at 9pm Eastern for those of you who are volume 3 patrons um, so yeah you have until Friday at like I don't know what time 8ish or so to sign up for volume three and be a part of that. But yeah, come join us and get on the discord where we're talking about all kinds of stuff and discord doing bonus so audio segments. It is. I had to close discord because I was spending way too much time on that. It's, it's like if Twitter was a gated community. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I can post my wordle over there and everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so fun. So yeah, patreon.com slash the read if you want to come join us. Uh, anything else from you, Kifuri, before we head out? Mm, nothing I can think of. I think you covered all the bases, the Patreon. Look out for some stuff coming over there in the future and lots of more surprises. So yeah. thanks for listening. Be good to yourself and to others. Yes, and we will see y'all next week. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. 
So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.